Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two things up for review this week. It's the new rom-com, and that's an air quotes, Shotgun Wedding on Amazon Prime, and then there's Poker Face on Peacock. First up is a film called Shotgun Wedding, and my top question about this movie is who is this supposed to be for? Because it's a rom-com, and I'm going to put that in aggressive air quotes, and it stars J-Lo and Josh Duhamel, which I think is fine, right? I don't have any problem with that. I would also like to point out the top way through which I watched this movie was thinking about the fact that Army Hammer was originally supposed to play Josh Duhamel's part and then dropped out when all the social media stuff happened and all the allegations about him being a cannibal happened. So originally thinking about it as that pairing, I'm like, well, were they ever going to try and address the age gap between J-Lo and Army Hammer? And not that J-Lo looks spectacular and this film goes out of its way to insert a scene to remind us how unfairly spectacular J-Lo looks especially for her age, but just in general, how enviable she is, more power to her. But anyway, I don't dislike the idea that you have two actors in their 50s who are playing these characters who are getting married and, you know, it seems like they're getting married for the first time. This isn't a story about mixed families or whatever it is. I, I You know, it's a pure romance in that aspect. And again, I put that in quotes. But the zaniness, and again, I, I, just to every, to every, I, again, just take every descriptor I have with air quotes to it. The the conceit of it is, you know, they're at a destination wedding, and he is the groomzilla and tried to make this perfect wedding, and and her family maybe doesn't like him. But the ultimate thing about it is that pirates interrupt their wedding, and all of these extreme circumstances happen. Right? So I'm like, is this? funny to people in their 40s or 50s because they make the characters in their 40s which then there are a lot of questions because he's supposed to be like a minor league pitcher uh, uh, the movie never bothers to answer so many of these questions and I think at this point that's okay because it doesn't deserve more of my brain power than what it, it was so anyway it wedding interrupted there are some funny moments with supporting characters Jennifer Coolidge plays Josh Mel's character's mom I think she is squandered in this. She's by far the best part of this movie. Lenny Kravitz is a supporting character. Sonia Braga, Cheech Marin, Darcy Carden. And I think the thing is, like, there's two separate movies happening, right? There's supposed to be this romantic uh, relationship drama between these two characters getting married. And then there's the high stakes of these families are being held captive, effectively. And... I, I wanted the movie about the families and their interpersonal stuff, and I didn't need the extreme backdrop of the circumstances that they put them all in, but that's literally the conceit of the whole movie. And these characters are not behaving in a way that I I would imagine 40 or 50-year-old characters, let's say they're you know 40-year-old people, would be behaving in these circumstances. It's just, I, I know we're supposed to suspend our disbelief because it's a movie, and I think I would have been willing to or fine with it or whatever if any of the comedy had been funny but unfortunately I do think J-Lo has been in some great rom-coms before I will stay in Made in Manhattan but I don't think she's a great physical comedian Josh Duhamel definitely isn't a great physical comedian and a lot of the jokes in this are based on some of the physical ridiculousness of the situations again looking at through the lens of did they rewrite this because of it's Josh Duhamel? Like, would Army ha Army Hammer is also not somebody I would have thought of as a romantic comedy person. So I can't imagine him pulling this off either. 
And then there's also the romance part where I didn't feel a single spark of chemistry between the two of them. Not a lick. And I'm just like, look, they're both pretty good looking people. Jennifer Lopez is stunningly, ridiculously, unearthly good looking. I think Josh Duhamel is like a classically fine, you know, whatever. But it's just not a single spark between any of the characters in any of this. And so I'm like, well, if you don't have romance and you don't have comedy and yes, there is action, but it just feels superfluous to it and and also I know having watched this coming off of real world violent events I just didn't I didn't find it necessary it, it, you know this is me taking into it you know my background and 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 I don't think other people will be taking that into it as much but it's it's just like couldn't we have found a way to do this with less violence and these characters don't seem to care about the violence like I would I would imagine that again if they are characters of the maturity and age they're at they would be more shook by some of the actions that they have taken or that are taking place around them so either way I think the point of this is it's not I don't I can't I don't in good conscience recommend this I almost I wanted to be able to say like okay fine you know what just watch it for Jennifer Coolidge but if you want to watch something great with Jennifer Coolidge in it just watch The White Lotus it is also extreme you know, remote vacation, uh, high stakesness, but a million times better. And I can't imagine having watched this movie with Army Hammer in it. Uh, miscastings all around. So I'm sorry to say I'm only going to give Shotgun Wedding a 2.3 out of 5. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. The other thing I have this week is called Poker Face. It's a new series out on Peacock, and it stars Natasha Lyonne and a rotating cast of ridiculously talented and semi-famous people, or very famous people, depending on your knowledge of great working actors right now. So the idea behind it is it's a Mystery of the Week series, and Natasha Lyonne stars as this character called Charlie Kale, who can tell when someone is lying. And then that ability gets her into a zany set of circumstances. And this is one of, like, in contrast to something like Shotgun Wedding, this is where I'm like, yes, this character is behaving in, again, extreme circumstances as someone I think somebody of this age would behave, right? Like, she's been through things. She is an adult. She has lived a life and she is operating as such. I think the thing I love the most about the show is that it is, a mystery of the week, but then there's also this wider overarching mystery. I don't recommend dropping in later into it, but I think the fact that each one is basically like a sub-genre or a sub-whodunit or whatever it is, and then we get to see a lot of it through just exploring it as a whodunit and then we see it through her lens is it, it's it was just very fun and each episode felt really different again I'm not recommending you drop into one but I could see a world in which you could theoretically pick one up and be like eh, there's a larger thing happening but also I just want to know how this one individual thing happens I think the other thing that I really like about it is that a lot of the times in any sort of I'm gonna say detective mystery even though she is not a detective is that you have these characters with, yes, uh, a really great talent or skill, or look at it like a Sherlock Holmes, right? A lot of the times the way that the mystery is set up is like there's no way any normal civilian could get that. This one is being presented in a way where I'm like, yeah, you could figure out who did it, and then it's validating to have this character go through it or have it unravel. And then the other side of it is she is not a cop, right? She is not necessarily, or she's someone who I would say operates in like a morally gray area or is willing to. And so it's not always a clean tie up at the end. Like, yes, and this person gets their dues and this person gets whatever or that, you know, 
it's messy. And I feel like that is much more true to real life and how things would actually go. And so even though you are having this character with a, a semi, you know, exaggerated thing, the show feels more grounded as a byproduct of that. So I really enjoyed it. It's 10 parts. The first four are available on Peacock already. I blazed through them. I cannot wait for the next ones. The rest are going to be dropping weekly on Thursdays. But it's just, it's nice to see something that I'm like, ooh, I, I already know I'm going to be looking forward to the next part of the mystery week over week over week. And, you know, not this is not a spoiler, but some of the guest stars are like Adrian Brody, Hong Chao, Chloe Sevigny, you know, and they get to just step into this world briefly. And it's not, the, people are blending into the world, which is the other thing I really like. Sometimes you have a guest star and it's like, oh, you know, like here's the shiny moment. No, people are very much taking on these roles and I think I'm, they're probably enjoying themselves in that, in that they get to act, act and they, you know, maybe that is the joy of television or, or miniseries or smaller roles like this is that like you really get to drop everything and, and go for broke in your one or two or three or four or five scenes. Five is like an episode basically. So I don't, anyway, um, I, if you like a whodunit, if you like Ryan Johnson's other work, if you like Natasha Leone, cause it's very Natasha Leone, highly recommend. If you don't like Natasha Leone, this might be a harder one to digest, but I still recommend you give it a try. That's Poker Face on Peacock. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.